0: Is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when cancelled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. It's been an interesting week for me. Um, I had the honour of being on with Glenn earlier this week on Wednesday. It was it was cool. I got to share with him the theory I shared with you last Saturday um, about biology. Um, you know, the... Biology being behind progressives and which part of the brain they hit and what synapses they're trying to hit. And um, it was great being on with Glenn, we had fun. And if you're a new listener, you you happen to come across this show through Glenn, welcome to the show. I hope you really enjoy it. Um, For new listeners, One thing I try and do with this show is I will talk to you about the issues of the day, what I think is important, but I don't want you to agree with me or disagree with me. I want you to find your opinion. Um, I don't want you to always just think I'm right or Glenn is right or anyone. Um, One of the mantras of the Blaze, and and definitely my show, because I can only speak for my show, is is to do your own homework. Um, So I challenge you to engage with me. If you think I'm wrong, tell me, Um, and we'll have a discussion. Um, but it's it's all about questioning and finding your position. I want to talk to you today about a few issues that I'm very troubled um, that is happening in America. And I don't want these to make these about politics and, and who's good and who's bad. I just want to talk to you about the actual issues and the principles behind them. And the first one is, if, you, if you've been watching the mainstream media, or online articles and, and social media, the, the, everywhere is a buzz with one story. And it's driving me out of my mind. And I'll explain why. That issue is Hillary's health. So, let me get this right. Hillary Clinton is running for president. you have a person running for president who has spent the best part of 40 years in the public eye, and regardless of whether she was an attorney on the Whitewater, whether she's the First Lady um, of Arkansas, whether she was the First Lady of the United States, whether she was um, a senator from New York, whether she was the greatest Secretary of State of all time until John Kerry, or a presidential candidate. Scandals have followed this person. Scandals follow her everywhere she goes. She is a horrific candidate. She cannot deliver any substance or any decent lines. Even last week, and I think I mentioned it on the show, but even her, when she had her coughing fit of four minutes, the delivery of the line of, (coughs) 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 when I take a drop, I get allergies. (laughs) And it wasn't even delivered in a good way. It wasn't delivered in a real, honest, substantive way. It was clearly practice and fake and phony. She has been on the wrong side of every issue. If you want to speak more recently, you know, you've got Benghazi. You've got our comments of, well, apparently no one died in Benghazi. That's news to a few people like Ambassador Stevens. You have the email scandal. You have the world today in a horrific, horrific state. You have the rise of terrorist groups. Look at how emboldened they are. ISIS, Al-Shabaab, Boko Haram, Hezbollah, Hamas. You have an emboldened Iran that is dangerously close to a nuclear weapon. You have America doing very little and actually giving them money and funding terrorism. Because as we found out a couple of weeks ago, it actually was a ransom payment. We all knew this, but they finally admitted it on a Friday afternoon. Huh? It actually was. You have the rise of Russia. You have a Russian influence in Syria. You have a Russian influence in Eastern Europe, in Ukraine, and Georgia, and Crimea. You have an a, an emboldened China where they are spreading their, their powers and pushing the, the Treaty of the Seas out further and further and further from their own border and gaining land. You have North Korea doing missile um, uh, practices. Sorry, I had a, I had a moment of blank. This is the world we live in. And whether you like it or not, Hillary Clinton has played a big, big part of it. You have the Arab Spring, which is a horrific term to use, but let's just use it because everyone knows what we're talking about. When Hillary Clinton became Secretary of State in the Middle East, there was issues in Iraq and Afghanistan. Today you have issues in Iraq, Afghanistan, Egypt, Iran, Libya, Syria. Is there any way that you can make that argument that says, well, you know what, she really did do a good job. She, she was the best Secretary of State of all time. These are issues that I believe should be discussed on Hillary Clinton. They're on If you want don't want to talk foreign policy because, well, John, just foreign policy isn't popular and it doesn't win elections. Okay, then talk about her domestic policies. Stimulus plans, Obamacare, Hillary Kerr, growing the government. she's a progressive to use language that you want, or a word I would use as utopian statist. Horrific. Her policies that she has supported has put so many people in, into slavery and made them dependent on government. And yes, it seems so many in America... No, we don't want to discuss her foreign policy. We don't want to discuss the scandals. We don't want to discuss her domestic policy and how horrific it is. No, we want to discuss her health. Really? So let's discuss her health. Because apparently, if she releases her health records, and it's, it's, it's something groundbreaking, people are all going to change their vote. Okay, let me give you some scenarios. Forget Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Let me give you a scenario. And this actually happened. But let me give it to you on the right. Ronald Reagan. When Ronald Reagan ran for president in 1980, after running in 1976, to put it mildly, he wasn't a young man. Now, he didn't have coughing fits for four minutes, and, and he, he didn't have concussions, admittedly, in, in, uh, in classified documents. He didn't know what the C stood for, and, and he didn't admit that. And he didn't have to get help going up the stairs in winter. Absolutely true. But there was a time that the media made him out to be old. In 1984, if you remember, and you remember campaigns, and one of the great things about Reagan was, he was a great counterpuncher, was in 1984 there were major concerns about his health. Four years of being president had taken their toll. He had been shot, had taken its toll. And if you remember, right up until I think it was either the first or the second debate, he looked tired and old. And if you're... A fan of elections and and Ronald Reagan, you might remember one of the greatest counterpunches in history, where his own opponent laughed at his answer. Where he was asked, you know, you're tired, you're weak, people are saying you're not going to be able to do the things that you need to do to win this election. Will it affect your presidency? And Ronald Reagan's answer was super. He said, I want you to all know at home, I will not make exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and inexperience. If you watch that video, which is on YouTube, Walter Mondale is laughing because it's such a great answer. But let me ask you this question. That media in 84 painted a very bad picture of Reagan and his health and he was tired and he was older. Because let's be honest, being president is not an easy job. Is there anything going back in history that says anything they could have said to you about Ronald Reagan's health that said, you know what, that's absolutely right. I'm not voting for Reagan in '84. I'm going to vote for Walter Mondale. Was there anything the media could have said to you in 1980 that said about Ronald Reagan's health that says, you know what, I actually have a concern about his health. I don't think he's quite up to it. You know what, I'm going to go vote for Jimmy Carter. I'm sorry. I I I will express my opinion. Is there is nothing you could say that could get me to vote for Jimmy Carter or Mondale over Ronald Reagan? There is nothing health wise you could get me to say. There goes yeah. Actually, you know that's a good point. There he isn't a healthy man. I'm going to change my vote. I'm going to vote for the Democrat. I'll be honest. I don't care if. They're the most sick person on earth. Well, obviously I do, but I would watch them well and I would pray for them. But there is nothing that you could say sickness-wise that could say, yeah, I'm going to vote for a Democrat. And yet that is what the media and so many people on social media are talking about today. Oh, <gasps> She's sick. She's not well. She has a concussion. She's, she's, she's not fit to be in the office. She's tired and she stumbled at the 9-11 memorial. Yeah, brilliant. How many people do you think are going to, on the opposite side, are going to see, you know what, Hillary actually isn't well. And it doesn't look like she is. It it It's, forget the politics, because she's a, a horrific, horrific candidate and has done some despicable things. But we are Christians, or sorry, I'm a Christian. And it's sad to watch someone go through that. But, what makes you think her health is going to get a Democrat to vote for a Republican? Because here's the thing, most of you may know this, some of you may not, if you're new to politics. If, God forbid, she wins the election and something happens to her, it's not like, you know, there's a a constitutional crisis. It's not the first time something has happened to your president. Your vice president takes over. Whether that's she unfortunately passes away the most severe thing or a less severe she just can't function like ha- what happened with Woodrow Wilson and his wife it's not a constitutional crisis it is a case of the vice president takes over and that's what happens but this health issue is annoying me because it's it's honestly <sighs> It's sad and frustrating for me because you have so many issues to discuss right now. Like I'm looking, I I, I, I look at foreign policy a lot. And I'm looking at you and I'm looking at the world and I'm seeing all these issues and I see tyranny growing and expanding. And it seems no one wants to talk about it. I see America struggling right now. I see your people, I see, I see everything that I love about America failing right now, because no one's talking about it, or no one believes in it, you know, the stuff that makes America America for me, is your constitution, you have had so many years of horrific presidents ignoring your constitution summed up in the latest one with Obama going I've got a pen and I've got a phone I'm sorry Mr. President constitutions don't work that way I've seen so many horrific like I discussed last week in the biology segment the Patriot Act that is a violation of the 4th amendment but no one cares and those that do it's like ugh it's it's more an NSA issue, not a constitutional issue. I see so many disillusioned and angry at the way that government works. And, and the truth be told, if one of your founders woke up, whether it be George Washington, Ben Franklin, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, if they just woke from their graves today and they looked at your government, they'd go, that looks nothing like we would want. And no one discusses it. I look at your economy. You know, the great part of America was, it used to be the land of opportunity where you, you could do anything. There was no glass ceiling. There was no glass ceiling where you could become from rags and if you did things and you created something or you offered a service or a product and you just innovated and you did things right, you could become a riches story, rags to riches. No one seems to want to talk about those anymore. We're going around in circles discussing Hillary's health. And let's just say for one second that everything the, the, the social media say, it is the worst case scenario. What is that going to solve? That is one thing I try and do. I try, I'm, go- I'm trying my best. I'm doing a lot of research. You saw some of it last week and with end this week, the biology. We need to try and put forward, or maybe we don't need to. Maybe this is just I only think this. But we need to make a case to everyone, young, old, in the middle, left, right, of constitutional principles. The principles that made America exceptional from day one. Because it isn't about politicians. It's about your people. It isn't about money and power and and materialistic objects. That's not what makes America great. Oh, look at me, I've got this big, fancy house and I have this brand new car and we have all this internet and we have all these material objects. That didn't make America great. It was a byproduct because people innovated and you have made so many lives better around the world because of your innovation. But it was the opportunity, it was the freedom, it was to respect the individual genius of man. It was to say there is no glass ceiling. If you want to go be rich and you want to create iPads, and and come up with that great idea. Brilliant. If you want to go innovate and you want to be Henry Ford and make the Model T and and perfect the production line, great, you can go do that. That is what made America great, not the Model T. It was the, the freedom, the environment that said, if you want to go do that, and that is your passion, you can. Things are tough right now. In my life personally, and in many of your lives personally, and around the world. And I'm questioning a lot of things right now, and I'm going to let you in on some of them over the next couple of weeks. But the one thing I never question is the power of the idea that is America. The one thing I never question is that what works. If you are a history Both if you're a historian, or even if you just know small bits of history. You cannot deny the simple impact of America. You look at the advancements from Christ to 1700. They're small at best. And yet, over the last 200 plus years that America has been around, look at what we have. I always say this, the simple fact is seven years ago, seven years ago, I could not do what I do today. That is because of technology, that is because of the internet, that is because of American innovation and innovation elsewhere around the world, but it's mainly American. That is how powerful you are. But it isn't the materialistic object that made you great. The internet didn't make you great. It was the environment that you created and fostered and nurtured that said, hey, I have this crazy idea. How about we all go on our computers and eventually we'll all be wireless. We'll have no wires and we'd we'll be able to talk to each other. And how about this idea, you know, if we if we create this website, you know, I don't know, let's call it SoundCloud or iTunes or, or Google Play, and, and we'll set up this environment where an Irishman 6,000 miles away can record something on his laptop, upload it, it will go to a person in America, and then they will upload it with production and add music, and then they'll have their, we'll call it a podcast. That is, that is exceptional. But today, it seems so many want to focus on SoundCloud or the podcast and and think that's what makes America great. It's not. It's that environment. That freedom to say, I have this idea and I think it might work. And it might make society better. That is what I believe we need to do. And we need to share those stories around the world with everyone. With the youth. Because I, I honestly think and I'll finish up on this issue. The sad part of today is so many people have not had real freedom explained to them. And that is something I personally want to try and and help fix, and I hope each and every one of you will as well. Because real freedom, and I mean real freedom, is so powerful. It's so empowering. It releases the change between you and your government. It inspires, that says you can do anything you want. There is no message that beats that. That message that says you can do anything. And you don't need anyone else. You just do it. Now you might fail, but yes, you might succeed as well. But whether you succeed or fail is up to you. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn.